yo, 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 Icon Nation. What it is, man? It's your boy, Erdy G. It's the off season, but like I said in the past, Halloween never ends at the Toxic Icon. It's Nick White. What's up, Icon Nation? It's your boy, Jalen Talley. And this is another episode of the Toxic Icon Podcast. But tonight, we got a very special guest. All the way from Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Mm -hmm. So we got mm -hmm. the super talented, super pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I would call her the uh, the Jordan of makeup. Oh, shit. Jordan of makeup. We got... Don't be modest. Taylor Effects in the house. Hello, hello. Appreciate you for doing this with us. Thank you for hopping on. Yeah, absolutely. So, real quick, because we just, we always got to tap into the background. And, and we don't have to mm -hmm. stay in it for too long, but how did it start? How did you get there? How did you get into it? Okay, I... I swear, this the story of me like starting out. I say all the time, but I straight up lied. I um, I was a stay at home mom at the point. Um, my my son had just turned like a couple months old. I didn't know what I was doing with my life, and I saw a Facebook ad to uh, work at a haunted house. And I've always like grew up going to haunted houses. I loved haunted houses, and. I just needed to get out of the house and I have been an artist my whole life. And, um, I just was like, I want to be interviewed. I want to work at this haunt and I want to do makeup. And, um, you know, they were like, well, have you, do you have a portfolio? Like, do you know how to airbrush? Do you know how to do this and that? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I had never done any of that shit <laughs> at all. And so, um, I just was like very adamant that I'm like, no, I can, I can do all these things and I know what I'm doing. And, you know, thankfully like working in a haunt, we had like all the tools to my disposal. So I basically just like got on YouTube university and then started to teach myself. And it just kind of rolled into this thing where I just loved it. And it was a passion for me. And then the next year, um, the haunt that I was working for started up a company called Rip City Effects, and they asked me to be a part of it. So I got like mass exposure of like people who were like eons insane better than me at makeup, like all the people on Face Off and like all those shows that go that are at Trans World. Um, and I remember like the first Trans World showing up, like doing little scar makeups at our booth and being like, this is so cool. So um, from that point on, just um, really teaching myself and making myself better. That's really cool. We, you know, mm -hmm. it, the, the craziest thing about the industry is that no matter what you do, regardless of if you're a, a makeup artist, a actor, us having our podcast and being actors, whatever it may be, like everybody has a different story. I think that's cool. Shout out to Rip City. Very good people over there at Rip City. Um, mm -hmm. they always have like one of the coolest booths at Trans World every year. Like it, it's massive. That booth is the vein to my existence, and I know everybody <laughs> that is still on the team and people who have worked in the past for Rip City will a hundred percent agree with it. Moving that thing in and out of that trade show floor is the literal worst. Really, I I mean I can only imagine yes. because 
everybody trying to come in one way and that booth is also tall from what i remember like it's not and it's all metal too like well most of it's metal so there's like kind of some metal pieces that have we've had it for so long now so some of the metal is like a little bent and you have to like i can slice her finger and it's just yeah it's all bad <laughs> you can't you can't do it without leaving with some battle wounds exactly for every sure. year so i have a question for you What's up? So I was going through your page uh, maybe last week, and mm -hmm. I noticed that your son is also into haunting. He is. So how did that he happen? Is. Well, um, I mean, there was times when I first started out where I didn't really have a babysitter, and I was a single mom, too, and I would straight up bring him to the haunt with me when he was like a tiny little baby like I have pictures of me when he was probably like two or three years old and he just wanted to hang on me and I had airbrush so I'm like holding him in one arm and like airbrushing in the other and he just like grew up coming to work with me and especially because like preseason, um I do a lot of scenic work too so he has just always came to work with me and it wasn't until like last year was the first year he's like no I want to go in the haunted house and you know he's eight I've just been like eh. but now him being nine he's like so fully confident it is the funniest thing to watch him scare what does he do like what what's his uh, costume he is usually a clown I you know I've been like really hesitant on um like I think this next year I want to like make him like a super cool clown outfit or have somebody in our industry make him a custom outfit i just haven't got around to it i wanted to see at least him like do two years before we do like a whole get up but like this year for sure he but i mean this man every halloween too he knows his mom because he comes to me like this year he's like i want a custom monster suit he was <laughs> digging through my prosthetics and he's like i want custom like gloves so i made him like these monster hands and stuff so like he knows the drill um so like this next year i really want to make him this like really cool custom outfit but he was just wearing like a spirit halloween clown costume the past two years okay because i'm i'm actually going through the same thing with my daughter right now she's seven. Oh, really and she's literally oh, she she is begging to work yeah and I'm just and like, well, you know, than seeing like a tiny person like run at you. Like there's something about like small little kids that creep people out even more. So I love it. It's so fun to watch them scare. It's something to, it, I think it just has to do with the height. It's something to do with the height. Yeah. Everything uh -huh. you go through in the haunted house is larger than life. Everything looks mm -hmm. extremely realistic. So what you do is you throw somebody so little in there. And it, it it plays with your mind a little bit because that's the last thing they were expecting. Right. This little three-foot person. <laughs> right. And then when it happens, Yeah, he's it's in like, a laser fog hallway, too. So it's, like, perfect because oh, he yeah. barely just reaches. Oh, those are, those are cool. We have those. We, yeah. have, we have one of those at our hunt. They did just added it. Yeah, those are my favorite laser. Because, you know, you can just, like, duck down and shit and people won't see you. Yeah, he also, like, we have a laser hall, and then it goes into, like, a fully tilted room, which he's, like, so small that he can just, like, run up and down this tilted, and it messes with people, and he's, like, 
so tiny and athletic that he can just run that thing up and down and it freaks people out. Yeah. And that's a mm-hmm. new that's a new scene that I've been seeing at Haunted Houses yeah. lately with the tilt. Like mm-hmm. there have been a lot of scenes, you know, that are built on the airbags to create that uh that moving floor effect. Cause we have a couple mm-hmm. of them at, at our hunt. But like just a straight up a room that's tilted. It doesn't move at all. And you walk in in the middle and you immediately go all the way down to the bottom because you can't go to the yeah. top. You can't stay in the middle. I think, uh, yeah. what haunt was that? Wicked World. I yeah, think they yeah, had a, a, a one with the tent. Yeah. yeah, It's like a fun house kind of thing, you know, like you're... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it messes with people. We have like a strobe light in there too and it's all checkered. So it's like super disorienting. I don't know how he works it at all, but he does and he doesn't complain, so... Everybody can't do that scene. No. Yeah. You you have to be athletic, otherwise you're gonna be hurting yourself all night. Yep. I would I would definitely be hurting myself all night if I was in a scene like that. Oh, yeah, I would I would love that scene. I'd you, be constantly, yeah. I would just know, constantly be ducking and shit. But uh, I mean, it would take a lot out of you, definitely. And I could probably dunk because you know you're doing that the whole night. So true. So are mm-hmm. you coming to guest act of the darkness? <laughs> I don't act actually. I honestly so hmm. I. Every I, last this year, I did it, but every year I will do like my one night where I'll act in the haunt. And this year is just like kind of too busy because I help manage the haunt I work for and like constantly on radio, constantly running around, like putting out fires, fixing things, blah, blah, blah. Um, to where like I just it takes a lot out of me. I'm such a busy person too that like. I give props to all of our actors that work all season. Definitely. And, you know, at the end, they're like dying and dead. And it's very much warranted. But I don't really act anymore. I used to at the very beginning, but now I'm just like, I just don't do it anymore. I I mean, I would assume that what you're doing now is more enjoyable then. Because, like, you could still be a part of the haunt world without putting on a costume. And like, yeah, I mean, I run, so I run our makeup department and then I do a ton of scenic work, um, before, um, season two. And I, I mean, I really love scenic work. Um, I've gotten into that the past couple of years, but I've been a head of makeup manager for a couple of years now. So, and I love doing that. I love having my own little makeup team and I have a really talented group of people too so yeah no that's definitely mm-hmm. cool i didn't realize you had an entire uh team working with you because i mean mm-hmm. you you work for graffiti effects right so i work um it's kind of confusing so i work for fear pdx haunted house and so there i am a manager i manage the makeup team and kind of help them run the show every night and then outside of the haunted house, I work for Graffiti Effects now, which they are a um, airbrush scenic, um, scenic paint, blood company, um, similar to the company that I worked before, just the different products. And um, I work with them as well. So we do um, trade shows. I do trade shows with them. And I just started with them this year. And it's been fantastic because it's like an all-woman team except for Dean, which is our one man on the team. And I, we love him. But 
<laughs> um, it's been awesome to be like an all female force team that we all bring something in industry. Jen, um, Jennifer Luke, who owns it, she um, worked as a makeup manager and helped run um, a really big haunt in Seattle and moved down here within like, I think the last like four years, I think now. Um, and me and Jen started working together on projects outside of the haunted house industry. Um, we were doing a lot of scenic stuff together. We were working um, at a shop together doing airbrush stuff. And so we became like best friends and started doing all these jobs together. And it was kind of getting weird because I was still working with, I was still working with Rip City and she owned graffiti. And so there was like, kind of like this weird thing where, which product do I use? Like, you know, and it just became a thing where I was just like, you know, like, I just want to, let's do graffiti. I'm going to be with graffiti and we can start like doing stuff together. And, um, my best friend, Holly, who I started graffiti with as well, she also made the jump. So we're all graffiti, team graffiti now. I think that's cool. I think, I mean, mm -hmm. I could I could definitely see where, while you were still with Rip City, where that would be a little bit, uh, you know, like kind of sticky in between, like, what, what am I going to use? What product am I going to use? And how do mm -hmm. I not step on any toes because i feel like you probably weren't trying to step on any toes like no not at all i mean rip city I, I wouldn't be anywhere i am today without them i mean it was it's just been such a crazy ride just to i mean i got so much exposure to like these people that just like these legends in the haunted house world and i didn't even at the time know it was a thing when I went to my first trans world I was like so shell-shocked being like whoa I didn't know this was like a thing and it was my second year of haunting and um so I got a lot of like to see so much in an industry at such a like a short amount of time of just joining um you know the pro side of things so without you know, Rip City taking the chance and letting me do tiny little scars <laughs> in their booth to now doing like elaborate makeups at our booth and, you know, teaching and doing all these things. I definitely wouldn't be here, but um, it's been so nice being with like my best friends <laughs> too and graffiti. Right. So, <laughs> and that's, I mean, honestly, that's how it is doing our podcast. Like we all, we've mm -hmm. been acting forever, but it was like, especially the last few years, the three of us have been talking, it's just kind of like, how do we start not to level up, but to branch out so that acting isn't the only thing that we do in the industry. Exactly. It's like mm -hmm. tons of people are doing makeup and that's great. Tons of people are costuming. That's great. But like, what can we do that we can really perfect and work on to make our own so that we can kind of branch out the industry as well. And so we just, we like, let's, let's put this podcast together and see. There's so see many, there's do. so many doors in our industry too. And I, I mean, the past two years really made me realize that because from, you know, a couple of years, I was just doing like just convention stuff and then haunted house stuff. And then, you know, trying to do makeup gigs in between and then, it got to be like more scenic stuff. And then like, I do, I work at a shop where we do a lot of like mini golf courses and like 
everything is like in the entertainment world and like parks and all that. It's all connected. Like for instance, IOPA, like there's so many people that are in the haunted house industry that go to IOPA because it all has to do with amusement parks and all that stuff that it's so interconnected that you like, you can really expand in the haunted house industry if you just really know what you're doing. And I try to tell that to new actors when they come in the door. I'm like, if this is really what you want to do, always keep acting in your heart, but don't be afraid to branch out and interact with people and network with people. Go to a convention, even mm-hmm. if you don't plan on buying anything. I know a lot of vendors will, will be a little upset about that, but what I'm saying is, is like, there's nothing wrong with networking and meeting people and, and getting your name out there. Cause you, you get that guest acting call. Next thing you know, here comes another door. Like you just, mm-hmm. you got to be ready for that. And I feel like, I feel like some people are ready for that. And I feel like some people aren't and you just have to get there. But yeah. like, you got to be ready for that. Right. The, the relationship. I'm always the social butterfly at shows. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm all about too. the networking. Yep. Me too. Yep. The relationship's so, worth more than money. I got a question for you. So how long does it take usually for like to get everybody ready during the before you start and also what is your favorite type of makeup that you like to do do you have a certain type that you like to you know uh um create um so you know haunted house makeup compared to like special effects stuff is very different and um my team i have a team of six six to seven per night um i mean we have we we have a substantial amount of actors and we usually get them ready about two hours. And, um, my, my team, they're really fast at airbrushing too. And they're really great at that. So we get people in and out. I mean, if I, it's my favorite, I'm very much like a character person. Like I like to really take my time, which like obviously in the haunted house industry, you don't really get that. But the few times that I get to do like my cue line actors that look like really, really insane. And um, I really love doing photo shoots and like making a whole character up and like the crazy special effects and not be like rushed and all that. I love doing stuff like that, Um, especially like demos at Transworld. I've done crazy, crazy demos at Transworld the past couple of years. And then we've also brought in like amazingly talented artists to, um, to kind of like showcase their work too, which is something like I wholeheartedly believe in. And what I love about graffiti too is, um, last year we did it. And then this year we're going to do it again is bringing in somebody who's trying to like get their foot in the door in the makeup game and kind of like showcase them and um do some like really badass special effects makeup so we're gonna do that again this year that's tough that's tough because you're you're also Mm -hmm. using your platform to put on other people and i think that's cool because then they can yeah you know they can push their brand push what they do and and to kind of piggyback off what Jalen was asking you um we come from a hunt that like in september it's steady, but not crazy to where we can't handle it. And as soon as the calendar says October, it's it's hit for hit every night. Like it doesn't, it does not level off mm-hmm. until Halloween is over with. Is your haunted house like that? And do you ever feel the pressure of we got to get these doors open? We got to get the show going when you're doing that makeup. Like how do you, how do you cope with that when you know you're working against the clock? 
Um, I definitely, <laughs> my team will be like, yeah, she's kind of crazy because most nights I'm like high stress energy and I'm usually yelling at everybody. Um, in like the nicest way possible, especially if they're being slow, I'm like, let's go. But, um, for the most part, I, I brought my same team last year. I brought them back. And so they kind of like know the gist of how things go. Um, most nights it is like, we're very on schedule shows open out the door. Let's go. So it is a very like fast paced thing every single night. That, I mean, like there's to somebody who wouldn't know or somebody who hasn't worked in a haunted house, like, especially us, like we're all in the queue line at our hunt. And we don't do makeup. The three of us are yeah, wearing we, yeah, full we silicone. Are, yeah, we are silicones. But like, I would oh, like okay. to. I would like to experiment with makeup, though. I, I always toy with the idea every season of wearing some makeup in the queue line, but I, I've just mm-hmm. never, I've never pushed the idea. So, I don't know. Well, I we have some to, actors but... that like they're totally okay with being silicone, but there's a lot of actors like no, like I want the makeup, like I want to sit in the chair and get some yeah. badass makeup. So. Right. It just kind of depends. Like some people get like really claustrophobic in our silicone masks, but you know, teach their own. I feel like you, there ain't no way to get used to a silicone, but to just do it yeah. over yeah. and over and, and then over you get used again. to it. Yeah. <laughs> there, I, I'll stand on this. Right. There is nothing worse than putting on a silicone mask that you get used to wearing all the time. And then that mask either rips mm-hmm. Or you can't find it, and you got five minutes to get out there, and you got to put on a different mask. That that's not even your mask. Don't even feel yeah. right. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I'm coming five minutes that. before we open. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're you already gets there five minutes before the door. I I gotta take my time. Yeah, like, we I like gotta, to we like to talk and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. because I just yeah. It's just I don't want to I don't want to end up sitting around for two hours, literally not doing nothing, because we usually do it like a pre hot mosh, like you know we'll listen to uh something to get us yeah. hype, and then there's somebody that usually complain I'm tired of hearing mm-hmm. that, and then we turn it off, and next thing you know we still have ninety minutes. Nah, we come with a speaker every time. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> do you all have any pre hunt rituals or anything that you do at Fear PDX? Um, yeah, we have a meeting little circle every night, just going to briefing of like, you know, usually how busy it's going to be and like, you know, just trying to re re-energize them and make sure they have a good night. I know that like personally in my makeup area, um, I turn the music up so loud that nobody has thoughts and they can't think other than just to do makeup. (laughs) So there's people that do come in and, you know, they, um, they because there's nothing worse than getting an actor in your seat that just wants to talk because you're trying to do makeup and then like shut your mouth close your eyes and so like music will help um you know do that (laughs) just like don't talk to me for two hours so what was um what are your would you consider your busiest nights like for us it's usually our second week our second week in october we're slammed and then fridays are usually hit or miss for us so yeah, like fridays are uh, weird yeah it's because, weird. That's so because like, of hockey season or like so what would be what are technically your busiest nights of the season 
for you? So, you know, what's really weird. I was just talking to um, a friend from the East coast that runs a haunt and West coast specifically Oregon is really, really weird because let's say that like this year, um, the weather is beautiful. Like our fall here, it can be either really, really shitty, or it can be like extremely beautiful, like colorful, like 70, 80. And when it's really sunny and it's nice weather and it's not pouring, like it usually is, we don't get numbers like we usually do. Like the second that it's nice there, we don't have insane busy nights, but the second that it starts to get cold, and cloudy and rainy that's when we get like the most numbers and so usually those will fall in like the second week of October once the weather starts to kind of change here and Fridays and Saturdays are our big days too and that's interesting you say that because that's completely different than how it is in the Midwest I mean we usually open mm-hmm. it's it's the complete opposite yeah and we usually open third week of September and it's still 100 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. And oh, I don't know how the hell you guys do that. It's, it, it ain't for everybody. Yeah. But I'll say, mm-hmm. like, being in the Midwest, it'll be like 100 degrees all the way up until sometimes, even up until Halloween. And you may get like one or two nights that get down to like 45, 50 degrees. And those nights, thousands of people out there. Thousands of people, we need all hands on deck. If you haven't even been at the hunt, if you haven't worked at all this season, we need you tonight, specifically because temperature yeah. dropped. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. And so I know before we started recording, mm-hmm. I know you said that you took this year, did you say you took this year off or last year off from working? Is that what you said? No, I was saying that I took... Um, I took 2019 season off. I okay. had uh, left the haunt that I was at and I was like, I just like, I had done a couple trans world at this point and I met a lot of people that were like buying our products. So I was like, well, what haunted house wants me? Like, I want to come like guest do makeup and see some other haunts. And so I took that season off and traveled and I had so much fun. And like every year, I love I love doing the haunted house thing, but every year I'm like, man, maybe I'll take this season off and go do something. But then I just never do it because I just I can't. Yeah, you, <laughs> but you I can't definitely would love to do it again. What was uh, the coolest, coolest, or a few cool haunts that you saw that uh, you know come to mind when you think about when you were able to travel? Uh, Penthurst was and probably is one of my favorite haunts. Um, I had a friend, I had two friends out there that were actually staying on the property and they're like, Hey, I don't know if you're cool with this, but like, if you want to come stay with us, like you can stay on property. I'm like sold. I love all the spooky shit. And so, um, I toured their haunt and I stayed with them and we were like out ghost hunting like five in the morning, like all the buildings and stuff. And it was like, such an incredible experience because like not everybody gets to do that and I was like so thankful that I had friends that like took time to like show me around because it's like such a historically insane building I mean it was like a self-sustaining land and I know that trans world on the east coast they're doing 
a night where they're going out there and doing a tour. And I like highly, highly recommend it. Their haunted house is amazing. They have a museum dedicated to the asylum and everything. And it was, it was crazy too. Cause when we were there, um, all of a sudden, like our phones started going off because there was a tornado warning and me from the West coast. I do not know about any of that stuff. We don't <laughs> got tornadoes over here. <laughs> yeah. So I started panicking and they ended up taking everybody in line and putting them in the basements, like the haunted basements underneath. And so there was like all these people walking around this basement. And I literally was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? And like, I cannot make this up. And then they were like, okay, it's lifted. Everybody go out and get back in line. And I was like, what is going on? Yep. And, and it's just quick like that. And now, yeah. especially like out here in the Midwest have, if there was a tornado warning at the darkness, I think it would it would be harder for us to get our crowd to evacuate and go underground because we just we don't trip off of it until we see it. <laughs> like we yeah. just don't, yeah. you know. It's completely different out here. Yeah. I think um Yeah, it was something out of the movies though, because it was like pouring and I just remember like looking out and like all these frogs came out of the forest and it was like i was so freaked out like actually freaked out that i was like okay so we have to evacuate we have to be in this class basement that's like haunted as hell um like there were still gurneys down there there was like all this like stuff that was left over from the hospital and um i don't know it was it was such a freaky moment (laughs) but it was it was cool i would go back for sure no, Pent, definitely check out Pent Hearst Asylum if y'all haven't. It's a phenomenal mm-hmm. house. One that I definitely want to see, and I think I've talked about it on a previous episode, is Fright Kingdom. Yeah. Up in, mm-hmm. uh, is that New Hampshire or is that, I think it's New Hampshire. Massachusetts or something. I think, I'm not I sure. I don't think I've been there. Man, you you guys see it. It's, it's crazy. It's like a, take a screen park, and if I'm not wrong, I want to say take a screen park, but do it all indoors. So that right. no weather uh, problems, nothing gets eroded by the elements or anything. It's a screen park, but indoors, man. That haunted house is sick. I definitely want to see it. Awesome. And then um, that uh, dense schoolhouse, yeah, I uh, see that. cutting edge mortuary, New Orleans. Have you guys I mean, seen Eloise? No, uh, where are they located? They're up in um, man. They're. They're in Michigan, I believe. Okay. Like the corner of Michigan, closer to like Chicago side. They um they did a haunt tour at Midwest and okay. it was such a well done haunted house too. It was so good. And they have so many talented um artists there as well. So loved, loved that haunt. Definitely. We'll definitely have to check it out because that's that's not far from us at all. I mean Mm-hmm. Anytime we travel to go see some haunts, it's usually in Illinois. Because Illinois mm-hmm. is just loaded. Plenty of haunts. It's everywhere. loaded. It's loaded with good stuff there. Yep. And of course, I mean you got you got the the major, you know, like your Hell's Gate and things like that. But I mean, there's Disturbia, Massacre, mm-hmm. Evil Intentions. Like the, the list really goes on. Some crazy. Yeah, I've been to all of them. They're all all incredible haunts. Yep. Great haunts. All of them. Shout out to all. All of those people up there working at those hunts, actors, makeup artists, everybody killing it. And time is, mm-hmm. unfortunately, 
winding down. Taylor, why don't you uh, tell the listeners where they can find you at, they can follow your platforms, uh, any events you got coming mm-hmm. up, what you got? Um, you can follow me on Taylor Effects on Instagram. Just make sure you spell my name right. It is really spelled like T-A-E-L-O-R. <laughs> and then um, on TikTok, it's Taylor FXX. And then um, Facebook, Taylor Cancellor, you can reach out to me. Um, our next event is Transworld, and we will be there with Graffiti Effects. Cool. And come by, stop by our booth, say hi, and come see some cool makeup demos too definitely definitely and uh for all of you Mm -hmm. all paying attention and looking at this episode uh you can find taylor at the trans world haunted house convention in our hometown st louis missouri make sure you go make sure you check her out um we are now live on twitter and threads it is at toxic icon pod t-o-x-i-c-i-c-o-n-p-o-d on all platforms be sure to check us out Taylor, we appreciate you for doing this with us. Yeah, thanks for being on. Most definitely. We yeah, do appreciate thanks for you. having me, guys. Yeah, we had a blast talking to you. It was real cool getting getting your side from out on the West Coast, <laughs> West Coast uh, haunt community. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So once again, guys, this was another episode of Toxic Icon Podcast. My name is Jerry G. Nick White. Jalen Tyler. And we got Taylor. And as always, stay toxic. <laughs> Thank you.